irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to The Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Midnight Storm, a brilliantly fast grade one winner by Pioneer of the Nile. Mike Smith just points him in the right direction. Midnight Storm dominating. Millionaire and seven-time graded stakes winner on dirt and turf. Midnight Storm over accelerators, finding the line well, but not well enough. And Midnight Storm has taken it by two lengths. From America's hottest sire line. Midnight Storm, he wins it this year. Midnight Storm. Standing at TaylorMade Farm. Horse ownership experience is brought to you by Taylor Maid. Call Travis White to book your mare today to the Great Midnight Storm, 859-885-3345. Yes, this is the horse ownership experience. Yes, it is a Tuesday at noon. I have no idea what date it is. Uh, it's October 23rd. How did it get to be October 23rd? I have no idea. I'm Billy Koch. I'm, I'm the founder and managing partner of Little Red Feather Racing Club. And... Michelle Yu is here, but she's muting right now because she's trying to... I always, I always start on mute, just to be fair. No, just to be fair, but she is here, and the great Michelle Yu is joining us. What a day today. Uh, just so everybody knows, we talked a little bit about this last week, and we just couldn't make it work. Michelle and I are both traveling next Tuesday. So what we're going to do today is we're going to do our 2018 Breeders' Cup preview show, which figures to be... Very interesting because no, it uh, figures to be Chauncey because it's last minute and we don't even know what the fields are. Well, we don't know post positions, we don't know who's running and who's not running. So, right. what we do is we're going to do this broadcast, we're going to do the best we can, and then you know, we're going to review it when we get back right after the British show. So, that'll okay. Be cool. But here's what we're going to do, Michelle, because to make this easy, we're going to take away the, the, the a lot of these new races. OK, so we're going to go the cl- kind of what I'm going to call the classic races. We're going to go the juvenile, the juvenile fillies. OK, we're going to do the dirt. Okay. Mile. We're going to do both sprints, the, the, the sprint and the Philly and Mare sprint. We're going to do the Philly and Mare turf. We're going to do the mile, the turf, the distaff and the classic. All right. How do you feel about that? Sure. OK, I'm going to let you steer the show because normally I do all the research about things and then I steer it and you talk. But. Since this is last minute and I've been at school all day with Olivia, yeah. uh, all I know right now is, like, whatever you're going to say. Okay. So you're so I'm going to start, and I'm going to ask you your opinions on things. Is okay. It, are you ready? I'm going to oh. eat lunch, too, at the same time. That's fine. I mean, this is really going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I love you. You're the best. If, for By the you- way, I, I do want to say, too, that Breeders' Cup has been doing this, like, little series. Um and it's awesome. It's called All In the Road to the Classic. Yeah. And they good. kind of fall, right? So they are released now. And you can see them on Twitter or you can go right to breederscup.com. But they are excellently produced, um, done by Bobby Flay's company, Rock Shrimp. So I, I highly recommend watching. Okay. I think that's fair. I, I it, it was very good. I watched the first episode and I thought it was actually, yes, I thought it was well done. Uh, and I thought it gives a paints a picture. I mean, seeing Mr. Ramsey root for that horse was pretty funny. 
<laughs> uh, well, can I just say one thing though? Sure. When it's like the beginning of that first classic episode, and they're taking uh, someone's voiceover, maybe Kenny Maine or someone, I don't know, but they're talking about the Stephen Foster because it's the first race on the road to Breeders' Cup. That's a win you're in. Right. And he's like, I think Backyard Heaven is definitely top three handicap horse in the country. And in my head, I was thinking, like, at no point did I ever think that. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Oh, that's that's interesting. Um, all right. Well, we've got that out of the way. Let's go to the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Let's start here because this is this is where the horses for next year's Kentucky Derby come from. If, if you remember, um, uh, uh, what was Good Magic won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile last year, finished second in the Derby this year. Um, so you can get a really, really, these are the horses to follow. These are our stars of the future, so to speak. Um, Michelle, I think the obvious favorite in this race is going to be game winner for mm-hmm. Bob Bass and Gary and Mary West. Um, he's undefeated. He's a two-time grade one winner winning the Delmar Futurity and the American Pharaoh. He's going to be a short price, and I think, but you have to go through him to win. Would you agree with that? Um, do you think that we're a little biased because we're on the West Coast with him? No, I don't. I actually don't. No. I'm not biased. Okay. Um, um, I mean, no, I think I that like... Speed, I mean, speed figure-wise... Complexity uh, looked so good, I thought. Okay, but uh, all my my comment was the race goes through him. That's all my comment was. He has the most experience. He's undefeated. He's two-time grade one winner. And a lot of these horses like a complexity for Clarovich Stables, who's had an amazing year, by the way, um, and Chad Brown. Yes, this horse looked amazing. He won by four and a quarter. Jose Ortiz will most likely rise in the, ride in the Breeders' Cup. But he's going to be facing grade one horses for the first time, right? A lot of these horses that are in this race are just maiden breakers. Um, so Yeah, but it, what did game winner beat in, in his grade ones? Okay, I'll tell you what he beat. He beat okay. uh Ro- he beat Roayton twice, who we thought was a very very nice horse. He but beat not a not a greatest stakes winner. He beat Roadster. Not a greatest stakes winner. No, I understand. I understand your but point. But that's what you're saying. That you're saying is like complexity's facing grade one horses for the first time. But like game winner is really your only other grade one horse, right? Gunmetal Gray finished second to him in the, in the American Pharaoh. All I'm saying is, Michelle, when you're handicapping at the track, what is the most difficult race for a horse to win? Um, it depends on if it's raining or not. <laughs> but wouldn't you say a lot of times when you're handicapping first time against winners, isn't that the, isn't that generally, I mean, that's a, that's a, it's a blanket kind of statement, but yes. I think it's true. First time winners is often the hardest race for a horse. And I'm just saying a lot of these are, are, are only one time winners, you know, first time winners. So anyway, that, that's my point. Although call Paul. I love call. He is fast. He is very fast, and he's two for two. And Jason Service, for those of you who don't know, is having a monster year. He's hitting at 32%. Uh, this, this, this Colt by Frisian Fire, he's at a forestry mare. Um, he could be very tough. Michael Dubb has a, has a couple in here. And, of course, our buddy Saul Cuman is he has a piece of looking at bikinis with Long Lake Stable for Chad Brown. This, this was a Colt by um, looking at Lucky, who broke his maiden by almost six lengths. At Belmont, uh, Madiket also has a piece of mind control Red Oak Stables for uh, Greg Sacco, and he's he won the Grade One hopeful. So this is listen, you get a price. 
I guess is what I'm saying. Get a price. If you, if you, unless you're going to, so you, uh, so you're going to beat game winner then? No, I'm saying you have a choice. You're either going to single game winner or you're going to get a price. That's my, that's my angle, right? So I think game winner is going to be extremely tough to beat. He's gone two turns. He's done everything. What if it rains? I don't I, listen. I'm not in the weather forecasting business. I know, but that's you know? like part of like handicapping for when you're on the East Coast. Right, and usually right? It's miserable at Churchill Downs. What's Game Winner's pedigree? He's a candy ride. Candy ride out of an AP Indy mare. So he should um, be fine I don't know if it's off going. I don't know what the Tomlinson numbers are. I don't know what they mean. I apologize, but he does have a big number, four sixty on wet. Okay. Which is the highest of anyone in the field, other than Trophy Chaser, who won a over a sloppy Gulfstream Park course for Juan Avila and JCA Racing Stable by 15 lengths with a wow. 6 fire. Okay. So there you go. There's just some information for you. Okay. Okay. How do you like that? Good. I like it. I I so so. What you're saying though is, are you gonna single game winner or are you gonna try and beat right. him? Here, here's the way we're, we're going to do each race. I gave you, I gave you an idea, right? Most, I think we should go most probable winner, right? Are you okay. there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm I, chewing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I said, let's go most likely winner, horse we kind of like, and bold prediction. How about that? Right. Okay. Okay, so most probable winner for me is 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 um, is game winner. Okay. Okay. Um, horse, I kind of like in this in this bunch. I and I know who you're going to say, and it's probably the same one. Is the Chad Brown complexity? Yes, he's a Grade okay. One winner routing. <laughs> and bold prediction would be call Paul. Call Paul. All right, I like that. We're on the same page. There you go. See how how easy this is? Right? Although everyone really liked Nick's go, but that would be your bold prediction for sure. Okay. Who's Nick's go? It's the horse that won the uh, race at Keeneland. Oh, he's not even on here. Okay. All right. Let's go go to the Phillies because we wasted uh, 10 minutes on that race and we have to hustle. Because we had a lot of uh, things we had to work out, though. Right, right. So in this race... Um, assuming everybody makes it, we don't okay, know the, the Tito's vodka, the Tito's handmade vodka juvenile Phillies. Cause okay. we do have a new title sponsor to that, right? Really? I didn't know. That. Uh, well, didn't like, it used to be Greg Goose? Likely favorite is Bellafina. Wouldn't you say? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she's been nothing but awesome for Kaleem Shaw has been on the show. She was an $800,000 basic tipped in March purchase for, mm-hmm. uh, Shaw races for Simon Callahan. She is an absolute beast. I've seen her in person. Michelle has two. She's big and strong. Looks like a colt. And if she if she can come close to anything of her last three performances, and I'll include the Del Mar debutante when she didn't get a fast number. It was a slow. They kind of came home slow that day. Uh, she's going to be very tough to beat. Um, I think others to consider in this race would be uh, the LNJ Foxwoods first-time starter named Confetti. First-time starter? I, I'm sorry. First-time. Uh, she broke her maiden first-time winner. Thank first you. time out. By nine and a quarter lengths. She was two to. She was one to two that day. At And the key here is, Michelle, the reason why I think this filly is interesting is she won at Churchill Downs, and mm-hmm. she stabled there for Brad Cox. So this filly has a bright, bright future, 
And it goes to the same thing we were just talking about in, uh, with the juvenile boys, that many of these are coming out of their maiden-breaking efforts. I thought an interesting horse on paper was also a filly named Lady TNT, who was a $335,000 OBS March purchased by Scott Dilworth. He, she races for Jeff, Joe Sharp. She's by Justin Phillip. She's run her last, won her last two races by over 11 lengths. Were they sprinting? Car, what's that? Were they sprinting? They were sprinting, so she has to stretch out. She's yeah, by she's a Salt a Justin Phillip. Nah, pass. Yeah. I'm just saying she's interesting because, again, she did win at Churchill Downs. So, um, I like Jaywalk. You like Jaywalk. Mm-hmm. I, okay. Well, tell me about Jaywalk. Uh, Jaywalk, Jason Service, trainee, was second on debut at Mammoth. Then she won her maiden by seven at Parks of the Slop. She came back to win a little stake at Delaware, and then last time out, she won the grade win for Zet. Off the break, first time to Belmont, and it was first time routing. She's got speed, um, and I think that she just looks like an interesting sort, and that's who would be my nice little mini price. Is Sipacan Harbor running? Yes. As far as I know, she is, and I mean, she should be pretty decently backed, I would imagine. She just um, run after the spinaway, though, right? She has not run after the spinaway. Okay. And she's never, well, she has gone a route, but it was on turf and she didn't win. So she's never routed either. All right. So, Michelle, uh, wait, should we do the uh, Madiket Stables check on these? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like, uh, let's see. Seen like three. <laughs> oh, Saul, we love you, Saul. Oh, my buddy KDR is listening, too. I have to give a shout out to him. I see Madiket on a filly named Reflect. I Reflect don't know if for DeSormo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she broke her maiden first out at Santa Anita and was really well intended that day. But even though the runner up came back to win, like some of the other horse in the field, I think in my opinion, were a little lackluster. Um, let's let's get to our, let's get to our, our predictions for this race. I'm going to say, uh, most likely winner Bellafina. You agree with that? Mm, I think Bellafina gets beat. Okay. So that could be your bold prediction. So go okay. most like most likely winner is. Mm, I don't know who most likely winner is. I have to think about it. Okay, so you don't know. I'm going to say. But I, but my bold prediction is going to be that Bellafina gets beat. Okay, horse I like Sipacan Harbor, and bold prediction would be that Vibrance runs a good race for Mike McCarthy and Eclipse Thoroughbreds. Okay. I, we didn't even talk about Serengeti Empress, who just won the Pocahontas going a mile and the 16th at Churchill by 20 lengths. Yeah, that was impressive. I'm sorry for not mentioning her. I just don't, I can only do so much. Uh-uh. But we have to see, we don't even know who's in the race. So we always have that to fall back on, right? We always have Serengeti Empress to fall back on? No, that we just don't know, even know who's in the race. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move on. Let's go to the dirt mile. How do you feel about that race, Michelle? Just off the top of your head. Um, I mean, I have some PPs. Hold on, <laughs> Michelle eating. The I know kids, and she's gonna some, pull up. Some Tuesdays are really rough for me. Okay, I understand. Listen, this is yeah. listen. This show is going to be broadcast again next week. So. Um, we're going to just play it again and hopefully well, the our- bad news is it's like pre-entries are tomorrow. So it's like if we had just been like one, one. day better, you know, I know. I know. What am I looking for in the dirt mile? My classic. 
No, it's, I, it's on page uh, 52. 53. 53 of what? I'm, what you are looking, you looking at? I'm looking at the thing from the Daily Racing Forum that printed all the PPs. Oh, the Daily Racing Forum printed all the PPs? That's nice. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm looking at something that... Uh, I All have right, well, for let me, Breeders' let me Cup. Say, okay, dirt, I, no, I found Breeders' Cup mile. Hold on. I'm almost there, I'm sure. Oh, goodness gracious. You could have let me go in the order I had things in, I guess. Okay, well, that would have been smart. We were organized. I have Breeders' Cup sprint. Is this like the Breeders' Cup contenders PPs? Is that what you're looking at? Yep. How come mine doesn't have page numbers? It doesn't. Just use your 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 acrobat to go to page fifty three. Oh, I have it open in like my email. Mm, that's not good. <sighs> Tell me where where it is located at. <laughs> it's. Uh, located I mean, after... like it was like juvenile juveniles. The next thing is right. like juvenile turf. Why can't we just go in order of what's in here? We're not doing the ju- the juvenile turf races. It's a waste of everyone's time. No, it's not. Just pick Aiden O'Brien. You're fine. Okay. Well, okay, let's see. Juvenile turf. Keep going. Juvenile sprint. It's after the Breeders' Cup Philly and Mare turf. Oh, my gosh. It has to be, like, last. Is, like, the last thing in here? Yeah, it's, yep, it's on page 53. Oh, yeah, dirt mile. It is. Like, see, well, you say 53. You could have said, like, 53 out of 100 and then – or, like, 53 out of 60, and then I would have known to go uh, on to the bottom. This show is out of control today. Okay. I'm at the Breeders' Cup dirt mile. Okay. Where do you want to start? Well – I mean, I guess it depends on what race Mind Your Biscuits runs in, really. Where do you think he's going to run, Michelle? Where, you know, Chad. I'm going to take that back. If you were owned Mind Your Biscuits, where would you run? I'd run him in the mile on the grass. What? <laughs> Chad actually said that to me the other day, and I kind of liked the idea because um, the mile this year, I feel like, is maybe a weaker mile than we've seen. There's no... Goldakova or Wise Dan or anything in there. That's crazy. It, it would be kind of cool for him to be able to win that. Okay, so honest, that's honest to God. Gun to your this head. Honest to God, a gun to my head. If I owned him, I would put him in the mile on the track. Okay, well, good thing you don't own him. I mean, Why? because that's ludicrous. Why? He's never even been on the grass. I know. So, how do you even know? Why would you take a chance? He just won over the Churchill Dirt impressively. I would either run in the mile or I, I would run in the mile or the classic. Well, yeah, I think he should probably run in the classic. Okay. Right. Um, well, I don't okay. think he necessarily wants to go a mile and a quarter. Right. But if they're going to keep him in, around for the Pegasus anyways, let's be honest. The dirt mile is not really like a stallion making race. Not yet. No, it has not been. But, so I would run him in the classic and take my chance. Okay, so who do you like in this race? Because this is always one of those races, it seems, just for me, off the top of my head. Um, Catalina Cruiser, easy peasy. What's that? Catalina Cruiser. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. If Mind Your Biscuit doesn't run. If Mind Your Business doesn't run. So Catalina Cruiser is the obvious, most probable winner, right? He's done nothing wrong. He's been completely dominant. But, you know, I'm going to, like, if you have to be picky... He's beating Battle of Midway off a off a year and a half stud layoff. Vorticity, Doctor Doran Dabster, best two minutes. Who's a claiming horse? Horse greedy. I mean, is he beating anybody in these races? No, but that's not his fault. Okay, but so when you say it, it you, it's it's a it's a it, it, it's a good argument. But when I say it, it's not his fault that he's not beating anybody. 
Yeah, well, you, said, you say that all the time. It's not their fault. It's whoever here's they line what, up against. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. Here's what I'm saying about this race. Catalina Cruiser is a is a talented, freakish individual. He's got a ship for the first time. He's got to face real graded stakes horses for the first time. It just and he's going to be low price. I'm saying if you're gambling in this race, once again, you have to try to beat him. This is a I don't want to say a garbage race, but take a look at it. It's not a very good race. Well, who's running? I see all these PPs. Who's the second choice? Limousine liberal. If he runs here, I don't even know if he would. I don't know why he. That's the the dirt mile this year is not a good race. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. What about what about pattern recognition? Just won the Kelsey. Ne- I literally have like never even heard of that horse. Well, so I can uh, see he just won the Kelso, but he's been running in allowance races, and he just got beat two starts back against allowance company. Okay. What about promises fulfilled? Well, now he's probably one that's a little bit more interesting. But when he has routed, he just hasn't been as effective. So is he going to be able to go? I mean, it's one turn mile, so that's a positive. Turn mile. It's a one turn mile. I'm I'm going to say post position, very key. Weather, very key for this race. That's what I'm going to say. And I think your two logicals are going to be very difficult to beat. Okay? Promises. I mean, let's be honest. If Biscuits ran in here, he'd be a lock. Probably, yes. I'm going to give you that. Okay. But, uh, you know, Sadler doesn't ever ship and win anything. But I think this is a this is when you're talking about, oh, who are they really going to face? This is not the strongest bunch of dirt mile horses. And he could win this. I think that if Catalina Cruiser runs here, he has a better shot to win than Accelerate. I li- you know what? Yeah, I like that as your bold prediction. I like it. Move up to page 43, Michelle. Go about 10 okay. pages. Let's talk about the Breeders' Cup Sprint. Always one of my favorite races. I I just I love when they just break out of there and go. Um, you are going to have a very heavy favorite in here named Imperial Hint, who was second to Roy H in last year's ver- uh, running of this race here at Del Mar. Ran a hundred and nine speed uh, buyer speed figure that day. Can you imagine Michelle running a hundred and nine buyer and losing? In the yeah, track. right. I mean, that horse trained so good to go, leading yeah. up to Breeders' Cup. He is like a little motor scooter machine. If you can yeah. see him in person, he's just oh, like yeah. do 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 do. Now here's my here's my big knock on Imperial Hen. You know what it's going to be, right? What? Over two at Churchill. Never hit the board at Churchill. Dude, How about he that? Ran in the slop on Derby Day. He was six to five that day. And just absolutely spit. So mm-hmm. that's your, you know, look, I love Imperial Hint. I think he's an awesome horse. I think he's fast. I think he has enough tactical speed to be right there and do whatever they want. But he is not great at Churchill Downs. So mm-hmm. To be it. fair, the other time he ran at Churchill, it was a mile. That's true. But, he wasn't, but he wasn't even, yeah, I mean, he just spit early in that race. Well, I, you know, it just it could literally it just could be that he didn't like the slop this year, and if it comes up sloppy, bet against. I want to send a shout out to my very good friends and yours uh, at Agave Racing Stable, Mark Martinez. Mark Martinez, um, that unfortunately Ransom the Moon was injured and will not get a chance to run in the Breeders' Cup Sprint this year. He I didn't a, know that. Yeah, yep, oh, they just retired him, but they were able. They, they were oh, able they to, retired him. 
Yeah, they were able to make a really good stud deal, um, and he has been retired. That's sad. So, it's sad. We really love Handsome Ransom, and we would have been rooting for him. And Mark and Jeff Wilkie, who listen to the show, they know how much uh, we love those guys. And, and, you know, they know the highs and lows, and we talk about it every week. So Ransom the Moon will not be running. Promises fulfilled, I'm, I imagine, will be co- uh, you know, uh, dual-entered, maybe. in Cross-entered. this Cross-entered in this and the mile. He will be interesting where he goes. Mind your biscuits. We have no idea. Limousine. X, liberal. Y, Jet. X, Y, Jet. Is- Let's be honest. I don't think that I don't think that mind your biscuit should run in the sprint at six furlongs because he is a strictly off the pace runner. And these horses are not coming back to him. And they're just as fit as he is. I think he excels maybe a little bit at six and a half or seven rather right. than six, in my opinion. I'm not a mind. I'm not an XY Jet fan. All the layoffs concern me. Missed his prep. Why uh, he comes off the layoff all the time? No problem. He's got those knees. He's never, got knee issues. He's had like three knee surgeries. You know, they're going to go so fast, and it's not going to be one of those races where he's able to just control the pace. I mean, there's no way he, he can. D- in the pace. He controls the pace because he goes 44 and change. But they're going to go. Why he they might go faster. You I'm think saying. that. Who is going to go faster than forty-four flat? Switzerland can go for Switzerland can go forty-four flat. Uh, one Roy time H- he went for, he far went away. That, he went that one time. Roy, promises fulfilled went forty. Roy H is not going to go forty-four promises flat. Promises fulfilled went forty-three and four two races ago. That, uh, okay. Yeah. Imperial hint goes forty-four every single time. Come on, he he ain't getting. He's not like going to be loose on a lead going forty-five. I mean. He no, but that's what happens in in the Breeders' Cup Sprint is they go they throw down. Right, and doesn't it possibly set up for the horse that loves Churchill more than any other horse, which is Limousine Limerel? He never loses there. He's six for eight lifetime with a second. I mean, I mean, well, this so then he lose. so he's lost twice is what you're saying. He's lost. Twice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really? Wow, you were so harsh today. I'm. I I'm, know. Well, you're just coming with fake facts. That's it. I'm. When I say he never loses there, being six for eight lifetime at a racetrack is pretty good. Means gutsy. he's lost twice. Yes. Okay. He lost twice. He ran second. Okay. And if you take a look, he's like a really consistent performer. He's not like a win machine. Look, third, third, win, third, win, second, win, third, third, I'm win, win, win. They get hot and it's a sloppy track. Mm-hmm. He loves it and he will be my prize horse. He does love the sloppy track. If it's loves. off, definitely. Okay, well, there you go. And one other horse we didn't mention was last year's champ, Roy H. What's wrong with him? I mean, Nothing. Nothing's God, wrong with Roy H. looked awesome at Santa Anita uh, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And I think a lot let's, is going to be post-position here, track surface, rain, no rain, and that's going to that's gonna make or break the Breeders' Cup sprint. Um, the Philly and Mare sprint, Michelle, if you go up on your – I'm not sure where it is, actually. I'm trying to find it right now. <laughs> so organized. Um, you see it anywhere? Uh, I'm at classic. Oh, no, it, it's an out turf. So maybe it's the last one. We have to go to the bottom. Last. Yeah. Turf sprint, I think, is the last. No, it's sick. It is. It's right after where we were before. Starts with. Um, it starts with anonymity, which is one of my favorite names. It's towards the end. It's right after the uh, dirt mile. 
Bill, okay, I found it. I found it. Okay, so anonymity. Did you hear the story this summer when Trevor called her Anonymity. His anonymity. See a enemy. I don't even think she's running, so we don't need to talk about her. Um, favorite for this race and most likely winner is probably Marley's Freedom. Would you agree with that? Really? Is that what you think? Yes. Okay. She's won. Oh, no. She's won four straight, including the grade one ballerina. Done nothing wrong since being transferred to the Baffert barn. She has been one that has just thrived under the Baffert uh, yes. training regimen. Never won at Churchill. Um, figures to stalk uh, a fast pace, I would imagine, with horses like Selcourt. Hopefully she's running. Mia Mischief, Miss Sunset. Lot of lot of lot of burners. Kirby's Penny for Wesley Ward, I see on here on this list. Finley's Lucky Charm. I love Finley's Lucky Charm. Finley's Lucky Charm. Now, can I say she never loses it at Churchill? No, she's lost one time. Once. Once in the Humana Distaff. Who'd she lose to that day? American gal. Yeah. She wasn't, I don't know, she was just a little off that day. And maybe it's because well, it was like a wet, fast track and the way it was. Track, and she broke man, from the but, rail and she actually didn't break as good as she normally does. And... Yep. It was just all over from there. She got too much mud in her face. She's really game. I I like Finley's Lucky Charm. I think she's entered in the in the breeding stock sale. So this looks like it's going to probably be her last hurrah here. I would imagine. Um, what do you feel about Dream Tree? Maybe, maybe not. What do you Billing? feel about Dream Tree? Oh, I'm here. Can you hear me? Uh oh. I'm here, Michelle. Michelle. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, I'm here. What do you think about Dream Tree? That's what I just said, too. <laughs> Isn't Dream Tree running in here? Yeah. Uh, I mean, she hasn't done anything wrong, but she'll have to face older horses for the first time. Yes. How did she look? She looked super, super in the Prioress, though. She really did. I mean, she's I mean, like, a, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. She's a spe- I think, and I think she has enough speed to stay close. Um, I would... I, I think what you said about three-year-olds going against older this time of year um, may not be a big deal, but this is the first time she's had to face them. So it's not like she's faced older before. Mm-hmm. I think the pace is going to be really hot. I just think the race sets up for Marley's Freedom, and I'd be – I actually think she's she's a she's a good low-price option in here. I, I have not heard much about Selcourt lately, but she is working. Is she? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So – I, I we'll see. I mean, she is she is obviously a very talented filly for uh, John Sather, our friends at Medallion mm-hmm. Racing, Keith Abrams. Um, I think she could be tough. Yeah, we just have to think about John Sadler on the ship. Well, you keep saying that. Mm-hmm. He's you never that he's times. won like one time out of state. Okay. Well, we're he's he listen. He's holding a lot of the cards. Let's go to the if you go right above Michelle, you can go to the the. Um, Philly and Mare Turf. Okay. And the Philly and Mare Turf. No, the Dirt Mile is right above. Okay, keep going one more above. It starts with Azire. Now, Michelle, I don't know any of these Europeans yet. I have not done all my homework. Any of your homework? Just say any. No, no, no. I have done. I've watched videos. Okay. I've watched videos. I just haven't done my full European homework. And what I suggest for people who are planning on betting the, the Breeders' Cup is to make sure you listen to some podcasts 
of some Europeans discussing their horses' chances because you could mm-hmm. pick up little things. That's how I got Wahilda last year. Um, I think no, couple- you didn't. That was from me. I gave that excellent piece of information away on the player show about her. Okay, it was from. <laughs> I, I'm okay. And the year before, the filly that beat um, Lady Eli, I got from listening to, I think, some European podcast about the Breeders' Cup. So, what I'm saying is, there's a lot of information out there that you can gra- get um, right before the race with regards to the Europeans. I think Europeans, I'm going to make a bold statement. I think Europeans are going to dominate the turf races this year. Really? Yes. And I mean dominate. Now, this this race. With the presence of the Chad Browns, which is Sister Charlie and Four Star Crook, I think both of them are are top quality. He's got more than that. Well, I'm just saying I think those are the two best. Oh, okay. I think those are the two best. I think Sister Charlie's been absolutely amazing, and I think she is has— Is he not running a raving beauty? I don't know. I love her. I don't—I would say no. I don't think hmm. he is, but that's— okay. That's not from any knowledge I have. I think Sister Charlie is the best chance for the Americans. And then your European contingent, um, you know, with guys like uh, Charles Appleby coming over. John uh, Gosden. John Gosden. You got. I'm uh, sure Aiden O'Brien's going to bring something, right? Aiden O'Brien. You got this, you know, this is the, I'm, I'm just looking at the PPs. You got a three-year-old mm-hmm. Sea of the Stars filly named Sea of Class. I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, and Abel. Well, Enable's not in this race. I know, but she's coming over. Well, yes. Well, she's we're a filly about... that is going to dominate something, right? We're going to talk about her in a second. So that's our our, our filly and mare turf. Uh, Chad Brown, the Europeans, get some information. Um, let's go to the, the, the what we'll call the, I'm going to call it the turf mile, but it's just really called the mile. Okay? That above? Right above. Yep, I found it. Um, okay. It's actually... Two races. I'm going to say the exact same thing here, Michelle. And you can, I, I think you, you mentioned it earlier. I think our American contingent in this race is weaker than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. I think this race will be dominated by Europeans. Um, do I know which one yet? No, because I'm not 100% sure who's coming. Uh, I have been impressed with John Sadler's Catapult, who won out here. He won the Eddie Reed and he won the Del Mar Mile, both very impressively. Um, as far as the American contingent uh, goes, I know Fly to Mars is not running. I believe Oscar he, performance. Oscar performance has to be considered the best of of the Americans, owned mm-hmm. by our very good friend the Ammermans, trained by Brian Lynch. He's earned two point three million dollars. He won, you know, he won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf as a two, obviously as a two year old back in sixteen. Had a great year last year, but failed in the Breeders' Cup turf last year. Now they said, you know what? Let's just make him a miler. He wins the poker. He wins the Woodbine mile. Very impressively wired wire fashion. He's well, the I, I love the fact that he was pulled up in the Arlington Million and then came back to win the Woodbine mile impressively. Like, it didn't even throw them off their game. They were like, eh, don't worry about it. It's no problem. Yeah, you just didn't like the grass that day or something. Mm, but Whatever it was. Anyway, that's the mile. Let's go on to the Breeders' Cup turf which, in my opinion, is the lock of the century. I'm just saying it now. Lock of the century. Who's the lock of the century? Enable. Okay. I mean, I'm Lock saying, of the century. I'm saying lock of the century. Who? Well, I, there's no one from out here who's going to beat her, right? I mean, you're looking at horses like Channel Maker. Um, uh, what's, the, what's the former claiming? Glorious Empire. 
right? I mean, these are these are not grade group one winners, right? I I, I don't know where Royan Lyon's going, but I I think it's between her and Royan Lyon if they go into this race, Michelle. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's very, very tough to try and look to come anywhere close to beating her. But lock of the century is a is a big, big <laughs> word there, Billy. Lock of the century. Lock of the century. Let's have a lock of the year. Okay. She's only five for five at the distance, by the way. She's amazing. And if she gets beat, <laughs> it's going to suck. I'm going to be very depressed if she gets beat. I think a lot of people will, will be. Oh, I'm going to be so upset. I'm already preparing myself. It was like, remember last She's two years ago? She's looking to be the first horse to win the ARC and the Breeders' Cup in right. the same year. Remember at Keeneland when Golden Horn came over and got beat by the Philly? Yeah, but he looked terrible. Yeah. did what, He looked terrible going into the race? Yeah, he was like a disaster. All right, two races to go, Michelle. The Distaff, which is for our best older fillies and mares, or I shouldn't say older, just fillies and mares, because three-year-olds are big part of this race. My question for you is, does Abel Tasman bounce back, Michelle? You? She can. Uh, Abel Tasman doesn't like Santa Anita. She's never won. All her stakes have come somewhere else. She doesn't like Santa Anita. So I would say that there is a very good chance that she can bounce back. She just she was never in the race that day at all. You can draw a line through that effort for her. Okay. That's fair. How do you think the three-year-olds stack up against the older mares in here, the Midnight Bisous and Monomoy girls? Well, obviously, Monomoy girl has been really, really good, even though that she still deserved the DQ in the last race. And Midnight Bisou is going to have to step up her game just a hair. I honestly don't know if she really wants to go the nine furlongs at the top of her game. So the two of them together, I mean, they're, they're a formidable team, but when you take a look at like who their older horses are, it's again not a year that we have like a beholder in here, right? Right. I mean, let's be honest. The closest we come to that is Abel Tasman. Yeah, and she's and coming I off think... a big defeat. Although yeah. that that Wow Cat supposedly is like a legit horse. Yes, I have heard that as well, Michelle. So, and I know that I know Abel beat her, but like obviously they've kind of starting to figure her out because it's taken her a while to acclimate. And I heard she's a head case. Could this be one of those races where we get just a giant price, like someone out of nowhere that you know, uh, you know, a like blue... Wonder Godot comes in and wins it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just, I mean, they all Maybe. have, they all have the the knocks. I mean, right. Tell you something. If Abel Tasman wins her last race, I think she's a lock of the century. Just like, just, I mean, Abel Tasman, just like an Abel. But that that has to put some fear in you, as a as a gambler. I I'm just, I am not a singler, so I could not, right. I could not single. I could not, will not single city. We should do a uh, a uh, uh, green eggs and ham. That's what it sounded like. I will That's not. That's what it was supposed to sound like. That. Oh, okay. So I'm glad uh, that it came off that way. The Breeders' Cup Classic. Now, let me let me start here by saying the past two years, then I'm just going into our immediate past, there have been, you know, these these kind of top, top, top Hall of Fame-type horses. This year, I feel like it is a very wide-open rendition of the Breeders' Cup Classic. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yes. Okay. Accelerate <clears throat> is probably going to be favored. He gets beat. 
Michelle believes he gets beat. And why do you think he's going to get beat? I am just, I've never been a huge accelerate fan and I always try and beat him. Uh, he already has shipped once this year and did not come away successfully. He got beat that day. So I think that that is something to take note of. And, okay. you know, along with the uh, same situation you said for Catalina Cruiser, this is a horse that hasn't really beat too much. Even if you're going to throw West Coast out there, West Coast runs a lot of seconds. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, with the exception of winning the Travers, what I else did he really you win? You don't pull punches, do you, Michelle? You? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so right. I just think let's that just, I think he's going to get beat. Let's go through, we have because we have time. Let's go through each horse. So Accelerate's getting beat. Next horse yes. on this list is Axelrod. Chance he's got or no, no shot to win. No shot. Bravazo. No shot. Dun, 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 dun. Catholic boy. Favorite horse. Catholic, Catholic boy can win this race, win this race, win this race. Catholic boy can win this race because he is so good. <laughs> Where is this coming from? What did you have for lunch? So you, you're going to say that three-year-old Catholic boy uh, for Robert LaPenta, Madikit, trained by Jonathan Thomas, is going to come back from his amazing Travers effort and repeat it and win the Breeders' Cup Classic. He could, yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Very good. Next. next. Discreet lover. I'm not I mean, going to win, but would love to. If he did, I would cheer so hard for them. This is one of the greatest stories. This horse, right? for those of you who don't know, Uriah St. Louis trains, owns. This horse has made $1.3 million. He's raced 44 times, seven wins, seven seconds, seven thirds. He's by Repent. He's originally bred by Woodford uh, Racing. And this horse just won the grade one Jockey Club Gold Cup in amazing fashions at 45 to one. So he's got to be the storybook horse here. And you know what? I'm with you, Michelle. No matter what happens, you, you can't not root for this horse. Right. Okay. Uh, diversify is out. That's a big deal. Um, honorable, honorable duty. Consistent, but just may not be that no, good. He's not good enough. Next. Okay. McKinsey. No chance. Next. Why no chance for McKinsey? He's never even been a mile and a quarter. I agree with that. He barely beat Axelrod. It wasn't really that close. It wasn't a great race. He, I mean, he looked at the la the last like seven buyer. Okay, did you see the race visually? I was not impressed. That was his first race since March. If you remember, Bafford thought he was going to win the Derby, not Justify. I'm just McKenzie had no chance to win the Kentucky Derby. I'm Come not saying. Listen, I am not saying that he's a lock. But I do not think he should be dismissed so easily. Is what I okay. Think. Okay. So of all the Baffer horses that are going to run, he's your best chance for the Baffer horses. Absolutely not. Okay. Mendelssohn. What do we Total do with Mendelssohn? Total chance. Total are, chance. Like he wants to go this far. He's he won the UI Derby so impressively. Just throw out the D Kentucky Derby. You know, he was second to Catholic Boy in the Travers. He was third to the Street Lever in Thundersnow after setting a... Or, or, that was a crazy race, too, right? I mean, he's still... Like, Aiden's always said, he's just... He's got a lot to do mentally, you know? He still, like, goes out and doesn't pay a thousand percent attention. And, right. I mean, I feel like he's got so much talent that they... That even the master Aiden O'Brien just hasn't worked Figured out enough. for him yet. You know what yep. I mean? 
Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, 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 I feel like he has the ability, but can they get it together? I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Mind your biscuits. If he goes here, Michelle he will totally win this race. Michelle Come on, biscuits. So, will be so torn. This could be if it, <laughs> if mind your biscuits and Catholic boy are running one, two down the lane. It's a classic. Michelle, you may have a, a conniption. I might have. I would. I would die. I would literally just have a heart attack and die. Someone better look out for you. Uh, <laughs> mind your biscuits. I don't know. With the distance, I don't know. If the distance is obviously a question. I but I would say this: that a thousand percent of mind your biscuits runs in here. He is going to hit the board. Okay. I'm okay. Okay. Pavel disappointing last time. Yes. Um, but did win the Stephen Foster impressively, as we saw on the show. Yep. But didn't really beat great horses either. Uh, he's only running against who they have, Michelle. I know, but, you know, you want to say, oh, he won it impressively, but he did it the way he should have against not great horses. Oh, well, he was only beating. Roaring Lion, where does he go, Michelle, and how good is he? Super good. He's so good. He's super good. Oh, I hope he runs here. I kind of hope you know he runs here. You know what's funny? Him being a Qatar horse, I don't know. If he was a Coolmore horse, I bet you they would run him here because, you know, they're, like, dying for this. Yeah. I mean, he's really good. To try, like, with a good horse in the classic, right? Like, they've already done it a bunch of times to try. They would totally try with him. He's very good, and he needs to be taken seriously. Maybe maybe not. Uh, Billy? Yes, I'm here. I'm here again. What happened? I'm here. Billy! Michelle. 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 I'm here. Then what happened? Michelle, speakers there. Uh-oh. There was a problem. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Uh-oh. Hello? Something happened. Oh, I'm still talking. We lost Michelle. So I'm going to finish this thing out. Thunder, snow, you have to take him th- seriously. And that talk about a redemption story from his disaster. It's an absolute disaster in the in the 2017 Kentucky Derby where he just didn't want to run. What if he comes back to Churchill and wins the Breeders' Cup Classic? I think he's got an excellent chance. The horse, the two other horses. I mean, you're talking about West Coast. That's the horse I think has is the best. Baffert, absolutely. Um, and and he needed that race, and he's the kind of horse that can win this race. And I would say the same thing about Yoshida. So we are looking at just a massive, massive massively wide open Breeders' Cup Classic. Uh, Michelle and I gave you probably six horses. Find a price, root for somebody. It's going to be an awesome, awesome two days at Churchill Downs. Uh, That will be November 2nd and 3rd. Michelle, are you back? I'm back. Oh, I just said, just so you know, I just said that both West Coast, uh, and Yoshida should also be taken seriously. They're not without chances. What about Thunder Snow? Well, you didn't let me finish. Thunder Snow would be the greatest redemption story in history <laughs> after his non-effort in the, in the Kentucky Derby. Can you imagine? Like, they would show those two videos. Like, it'd be amazing. You have to yeah. root for Thunder Snow. I-, I totally root for Thunder Snow. I love him. I think he's hilarious. What I find in this Breeders' Cup so far, without really throwing it down and doing all the handicapping, is that there are a lot of really, really good horses, right? And there, there's there's a few superstars in there. And I think maybe you'll have superstars that come out of this thing. But I think there's a lot of great stories 
I think there's a lot of like, you know, the, the discreet lover story and the thundersnow story. And yeah, I mean, there's so many good stories that I think it's going to be an amazing two days. Um, Michelle, you're going to be there. Uh, we're going to miss everyone next week, but we will come back in a couple weeks and we will do a, a, a huge run through of every race. And we'll try to, our goal for the next weeks after that would be to have on every breeders cup winning owner. That's going to be that's a, that's a big goal, Billy. We're going to do it. Okay. Hey, Michelle, I miss you. Will I see you this weekend? Uh, I will be at work. I'll see you there. Everyone, thanks so much. I'll see so you much. in my dreams. There you go. Thank you so much for listening, guys, to the Horse Ownership Experience. Tweet us at Own a Horse, at the Michelle U, at BKLRF. Email me, Billy, at LittleRedFeather.com. Thank you to TaylorMade and Santa Anita and Del Mar and all the tracks for, for helping us out and putting this show on. We hope everybody enjoys Breeders' Cup. We're so sorry we're going to miss you. We're going we're gonna to replay this show next week in case you missed it today. So um, that's it. Have a great day. Enjoy your Tuesday. Bye. You're listening to The Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu, right here on LA Talk Radio. Midnight Storm. A brilliantly fast grade one winner by Pioneer of the Nile. Mike Smith just points him in the right direction. Midnight Storm dominating. Millionaire and seven-time graded stakes winner on dirt and turf. Midnight Storm over accelerators finding the line well, but not well enough. And Midnight Storm has taken it by two lengths. From America's hottest sire line. Midnight Storm, he wins it this year. Midnight Storm. Standing at TaylorMade Farm.